it's your host Shabzi and you better tune in real quick before this turns off. What is up everyone? I hope everyone's doing well. Welcome back to my podcast and in today's podcast I'm interviewing someone very special, someone that's I'm always around and it's my older sister and she's got a lot of wise things to say for the for everyone. She's only a few years older than me, so she's kind of been through what I'm about to go through. And yeah, so do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi guys. Hope you guys are all doing well. Um, so basically, like Shabad said, I'm her, like his older sister. Um, yeah, let's just get straight into it then. So, um, um, yeah, just like, what are you currently doing? So right now I'm at uni um doing um so basically i'm studying ba in boydry um at a fashion university um and yeah i'm in my second year right now and you know struggling through it just like anyone else would um but yeah so as you know i'm gonna go into university next year do you have any wise words or like something to tell me that i should like prepare for from like going from sixth form Mm -hmm. to university i know you didn't go sixth form you went to college Mm -hmm. because your route was different Mm -hmm. but what's your what would you say i feel like either way um it's kind of the same like even if you go to college or sixth form i mean the little like obviously the educational system is a little bit different in both ways but like at the end of the day you're literally you have a teacher you you get taught a certain like you know subject and you're going through the same like um i don't know you're going through or you are in uh the same environment as any other students would be um so going into university make sure you make good friends you know because you you're gonna you have to get through three years or four years or five years if you're doing like a doctorate degree or anything like that um so yeah it's not it's not easy but if you really enjoy what you're doing you're gonna get through it and you're gonna be perfectly fine with it so yeah that was a nice couple of words and i know personally you have been hustling from a very young age when i say young when when did you start working so i was 16 16 years old Mm -hmm. she was working in a pretty good place Mm -hmm. like a pretty known um store was it oasis yes yeah um at 16 years old i'm currently 18 i've worked once and it was at some shitty place (laughs) literally there's no point in saying where i worked and if you know me personally, you will know where I did work. Um, so, what, um, how do I say this? What do you wish you had known before you started working? Um, actually, before anything, I just want to say that I remember when I first applied for a job, people were like, oh, you're definitely not going to get in. Don't get hapsed up, you know. Like, you may got, like you may have had an interview. doesn't mean that you're going to get the job. And it kind of put me in a place like, oh, that's kind of a shame, you know. Maybe I'm not going to get it. Like, you know, maybe I'm not going to get there. But, um, you know, luckily, uh, thank God, um, I, like a week later, even though the interview took place a week before, uh, and then a week later, I got an, a call uh, from the company that I was working for. And they said that they really wanted me. And then um, it was really nice. But one thing that threw me off from my interview was like when they asked me something about like, oh, if you could be a cloth, what cloth would you be? And I was like, oh, OK, maybe this means I'm not going to get the job. But luckily I did get the job. And I'm yeah, I'm really grateful. But I kind of went off like what your question was. What was your question again? Um, 
What had you wished you'd known before you started working? Um, where do you want to go? What do you wish you had known before you started working? That was the question. Um, I, I mean, I kind of wish how the whole uh, system worked. I wish I knew how, like, you know, the management, like the managers would be, like how, I don't know, how everything would have played out a little bit more. Um, and I wish I was more confident, I guess. I was really young. Um, you know, I'm just, you know, trying to get to know everything, trying to learn everything. And I guess, like, sometimes when you work too hard, not everyone's going to be appreciative of your hard work. So I wish I didn't work as hard as I did. But then again, I kind of, uh, I'm grateful that I worked really hard because it just makes me, like, it just shows my personality. It just makes, like, it just shows how, like, how much, you know, I want to get through in life and, you know, hustle and work hard. Like, that's it, yeah. Honestly, like, she's one of the most hard person I personally know. She works very hard. She gets her own money. She spends it however she wants. Um... So I was going to say, how did that impact you? But you kind of already said, how did it? Mm. Yeah, how did working impact you at a young age? Did it like affect your your work at university? I mean, your work at um, college? Did it impact your social group, your socialising? Because of the work hours you had to work and stuff? Um, it kind of did actually, yeah. But luckily I was able to balance it because I only had uh, college for only two days a week. So I was able to like, you know, work as well as, uh, but then when it got to a point of my like final major project and stuff, then I had to kind of like leave the job because I had to think about what was really important to me. Like was working there really something that I want to do for the rest of my life. And for me, it was a no-no. And I, that's when I thought like, it's time for me to leave and just go yeah. ahead and, you know, try something new, try a different role, try meet new people, maybe, you know, yeah. something good will come out of it. Yeah, of course. Like, you don't always want to be working in the place that you start off. Mm. Like, even though you started off in a pretty good place, mm -hmm. it wasn't ever your final destination. 100%, never. And we've, like, me and her, we've spoken about starting a business, mm -hmm. but obviously it's a working process. <laughs> <laughs> we, ha we, don't ha we don't know when it's going to, like, take off, but... Just know we're going to start a clothing brand soon. And yeah, so stay tuned for that. Um, and one more thing is that my sister, she's very creative because you you do suffer from dyslexia, right? Yeah. So... Do you want to talk on that? Okay, so basically, I feel like most people who are very creative are dyslexic literally like in my university half of the people that go to my university are just like dyslexic which kind of makes it easier um because you kind of think like you know you're not alone a lot of people struggle with this and it's it's okay like there's nothing to be ashamed of but you know what i really didn't know i was dyslexic until i got to college yeah, and so yeah so she had to do her gcscs normal time everything and she passed all her gcscs she put in a lot of effort for that Mm -hmm. yeah so big ups to you thank you thanks but um i must say like the funny thing is when i met my best friend that's when i realized like okay we're both dyslexic i mean she told me she was like you should get it checked out just to see if you're dyslexic and i just knew there was something wrong with me but i didn't know what it was so when i got it checked out you know why i was so behind in reading why i struggled with reading or writing or spelling like i mean i can write perfectly my handwriting is amazing but you know, I just was really behind in my, um, like, you know, writing and, like, my literature and stuff like that. Did did, ha did being dyslexic impact you at work? 
when you started working? Was it like, um yeah. Um was it like a fear that you had like you might have to write something down for a customer or like might have to take tallies or not tallies obviously but like write something Absolutely. Um first of all like when I started working and I told my like uh, manager that I had I was like I'm dyslexic and she was like you know what I'm like she was like don't worry because I'm I'm dyslexic too and I'm here I'm in a manager you know so don't worry about that um but at the same time you know there was other people that I was working with who wasn't and who I could kind of feel like they were un- kind of uh un- like impatient is that how you say impatient, impatient. Yeah. yeah impatient with me um but at the same time I was like you know I'm dyslexic like I remember one situation where one of my um, supervisors was like, yeah, I need you to call another store. And I was like, oh my God, my heart was beating like crazy. And it was busy in the store. I had to call another store. And I was just like, oh my God, like I was dreading uh, this whole experience. But um, when I, when I called the people and it was a really simple thing, I just had to ask them, oh, if you had this in stock and I like how much and um, stuff like that. And then I don't know why, but my heart was just like pounding and I just couldn't I was just like oh my god I hope I don't mess up like you know saying a certain word or I uh, hope I sound really professional when I speak to the people but um no I came out you know it was it was good it was a good experience so so like dyslexia does it also impact your vocabulary as well your pronunciation because I think I have that as well sometimes like a little bit um I guess I mean um, I don't know how to really explain it to you, but if you feel like you're struggling to write and read, um, and may feel like you're kind of behind in certain subjects, can can be like maths or like whatever. Like for me, I was really good at maths, but when it came to English, writing and reading, I was struggling. And I knew that from primary school. I remember sitting in my uh, Saxe exam and struggling, literally. Yeah. Like I remember opening up the book and I was like, oh my God, what the hell does this say? And I remember <laughs> the guy next to me, okay, no, the, this is a funny story. The guy in front of me, I remember he was kind of helping me out and I was just like really sad. I was like, what is this? And then he was just like, he was kind of trying to like point to certain a thing and I was like trying to copy what he wrote. But yeah, didn't really get a good grade though. <laughs> <laughs> so you cheated in your um, stats, right? Uh, basically, yeah. And another thing is we had, very strict parents when i say strict like they just they thought reading books is how you're going to become smart so we would get forced to sit down and read books so like we can watch later on so we had to like reading books and stuff was like really pressurized on us like my parents really wanted us to do that and like if we told them we couldn't do it they'll they'll kind of be like are you you stupid sort of thing because they don't understand it I agree, but at the same time, I feel like they didn't really understand. Like, coming to this country, um, I don't think they really understand the importance of, like, sex exam and, like, any of that. Um, so I didn't really take it, mo- like, really seriously. I don't remember sitting down proper revising for sex exam. I, like, I remember just going in, the teacher was like, yeah, it's your exam today. I was like, okay, great. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Do you know what just came to me? I had a teacher called Miss Oba, yeah? Um, she was so cool like i remember during sets where i would finish the paper and then i'll give it to her and then she would quickly like skim through it and then she'll give it back to me like indicating that i have done it wrong <laughs> so then i would have to no way. so i had to fix okay. it up uh-huh. so yeah i think she kind of helped me like pass i didn't pass my sets with like like outstanding grades i, I was I, quite, I was quite average actually i got oh, a study right. grade throughout all of my papers no i was like <laughs> i i don't even know how i got the grade i got because i thought i was gonna fail but um you know luckily i got into 
uh, school. Like, my dad was like, oh, if, like, most of these kids are going to this school, oh, might as well you go there as well. So, like, that's how I ended up in the high school that I went to. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So... Um... So I got a few could do all over again. What advice? No. Okay. So, what advice would you give to the young people looking to work? Um, don't stick to one thing. Definitely branch out. Uh, look for other roles. Try and challenge yourself because I feel like if you stick to one role and you're really comfortable, then you get too comfortable that you don't want to move. Like, so make sure you try other things um see if you're good at it if you're good at it, maybe you're gonna enjoy some other things you know like you never know like what job you're gonna end up in like a yeah, few years time so yeah definitely try other roles because you don't want to limit yourself another thing like you don't want to give all the opportunity away to other people when mm. when it's easily like accessible to you but like you have to be take selfish. it exactly take it like you just need to take it that's it yeah you have to be selfish when it comes to certain opportunities which will benefit you and um yeah, this whole conversation has been very, like, would you say quite personal? I would mm-hmm. say it was quite a little bit personal. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you could do all of this over again, mm-hmm. what would you do differently? Or would you do anything differently? Like, what do you mean? Working or, like, what? Like, um, working. Let's stick to working. If you could do this all over again, mm-hmm. would you do it all over again? Um, I would, but I would have... Like, just like what I said, like taking other opportunities when it's right in front of me. I wish, like, you know, working in Oasis, I wish I stood up and said, I, oh, you know, I'm actually really interested in becoming a supervisor and I really want to do this. And I wish I did that. That's one thing I regret not doing because I literally knew how to do most of the things. And I guess my vocabulary or my word or like, you know, the way I said certain things, I don't know. I just wish I worked on that a little bit more and I wish I pushed myself a little bit more. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I don't even know how to become a super supervisor. How, how does that work? Do you have to work there for a certain amount of time? Um, yes, but at the end of the day, like, if the manager likes you and, that sh- like, the person can see that you're capable of, like, you know, uh, running a store when they're not there and like and I feel like I ticked that box a lot of the boxes uh, for a supervisor but I just kind of I don't know there was some part of me was like no let me not let me not let me not I wish I kind of just jumped in and was like yes I'm gonna do this so, like, so what actually like would you say held you back from jumping into these opportunities um uh, for me it, basically my speech I wish I could work on my speech a little bit more I wish I was a little bit more confident as well more comfortable with myself so that I could portray that onto other people you know mm. even though like a lot of people said you're so good at like you know with cu- customers and like all this that all this and that um but yeah I wish I worked on that a little bit more so that and another thing is um I've realized after my opportunity was gone is when another person took that opportunity that was there less than me who just came into the work and she got the job, you know, who she she became a supervisor really quickly. And I was like, oh, like, I wish I, I, wish I took that opportunity. And there's, of course, there's a lot of, like, you know, um, discrimination as well. Like, I'm not going to say, like, you know, specific, like, I'm not going to go into that. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you look into the whole, you know, working environment of, like, um, places, you will see a lot of things that are not right. 
And I just want to say, like, stick up for that. Like, if you can make a change into, like, you know, a certain environment, do it. So that another person, when they come in, it will just be easier for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100. So, um, having said all of that, mm-hmm. and not really changing much, mm-hmm. shows um, that you was true to yourself throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And you've done what you possibly could have done at that moment in time and stuff. And yeah, um, of course, there's going to be discrimination. It's, it's going to happen. That racism is still about. But it's just like swept under the carpet nowadays and like kind of filtered. That's all. But it's still there. It's mm-hmm. still in people's hearts and racism starts at home. So mm-hmm. if you know someone that is really racist, they might be joking. But mm-hmm. if you do, tell them to stop, like educate them in it because... They're kind of ignorant if they are racist. And I've been scrolling through Instagram and I've seen people be racist, like, just, like, out there racist. And even, like, I was shocked because I saw a live with these girls that was literally talking about Chinatown and blowing Chinatown up. Wait. Because of the corona. Wait, are these people, like, the people that you know or no? No, no, no. I don't know these guys. They were just, like, random, like, you see meme pages. Yeah, it was one of those. What do you think about that? Wow, that's just disgusting. First of all, like, you just don't do them kind of things. Like, I have friends that are from, like, a, like you know, different part of Asia. But you guess what? They're all amazing. They're people just like you. So, like, don't don't, don't you dare do anything like that. Like, that's just disgusting. Like, get over it, bruv. Like, um, and one other thing is karma is... Um, I'm not going to say it because I'm fasting. But, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, I had to, you know, keep, was, keep was, that in mind. <laughs> I was waiting for you to drop that. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Um, for whatever bad intention they had, you know, God will show them um, in another way in their life. So, yeah, just just don't be rude like that because at the end of the day, you have family. Like, you don't want, you know, other people to be rude to your family. You want to keep them safe. You want to, you just want to see people happy. And just, yeah, just don't portray, like, bad energy on other people. Just don't do that. Yeah, that's so true. Like, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. And let's get back to you, okay? Mm-hmm. What is something that you failed at? quite recently it can be like it doesn't have to be quite recently but like mm-hmm. just in general what have you really failed at why would you say you failed at but then like mm-hmm. I want I want my viewers to also hear how you overcame it as well okay and what and if you did fail at something and you couldn't overcome it what would have you done what should have you done to overcome it um I mean you know, there's something that always stuck to me was when I was doing my GCSEs I wish I took it a little bit more serious. I mean, I did take it seriously, but I wish I could have done way more. That's crazy. Um, that is yeah. really crazy because I would see this girl hustling, <laughs> yeah? Doing questions, paper after paper. No, definitely, because, um, like, I remember, like, waking up early, like, proper early to get to school, like, before any other kid would even, go, like, come through the gates, okay? <laughs> and I remember Mr. Mishida. If you knew Mr. Mishida, oh, my God, like... This man was just amazing. A true inspiration for me. Um, and, yeah, like, I wish I did way more so that I could have proved him that, you know, I got a B at the end for my maths. But I wish I got, like, an A because I was aiming for at least an A, you know, for that. Um, but, yeah, so I wish I did better in my maths. And Mr. M- Mr. Mishida, he was a huge inspiration for you, right? Because I can see your eyes kind of getting teary. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, truly. Like, he was one of my, like, true inspiration um because like literally he he was one tutor that really pushed me compared to any other tutor that came up like you know came through my life um and 
him and Jacob. If you knew who Jacob was, you know, who, like, he's just amazing. And um, I'm so grateful that I have these kind of mentors in my life. And I had that mentor as well. Um, yeah. And uh, with Jacob, um, do you want to talk to the viewers what happened quite recently? Oh, okay. You want to? <laughs> okay. I'll do it. Um, all right. I'll let her finish it off. Okay. So what happened was um, I was working for this brand and um, the problem... So at first I was talking to this woman, uh, telling her I'm interested in helping her do some embroidery for her thing. And, um, you know, I offered myself to her. And then afterwards, uh, there was a lot of red flags coming through, um, uh, through her communication where like she was just absolutely rude, very bossy, rude, uh, impolite. There was no please, uh, like, you know, if she said thank you, be like once. Like, she will ask me to do, like, ten different things. Be like, one thing, you, like, you know. Yeah. But, like, it, it wasn't even, me like, meaningful, you know, kind of thing. So, um, that really, I thought I could get through it. I was like, yeah, now I'm going to push through that. I'm going to push through this. And, you know, I, I was like, you know what? I need to learn to take myself out of these environments and take myself out of something that I don't want to be in. Because that was just really stressing me out. Because I'm, like, literally taking my time and my energy to help another, like, company out. And for you to treat me in a way that I wasn't feeling okay, like, I was just like, no. I'm going to take myself out of there very professionally. And this woman was like, I'm not being professional woman, please. Like, let's not. Like, she, she's like, I'm not being professional. Like, let's get out of here, please. Um, so I asked one of my mentors to help me write an email. Um, and we kind of made fun of her a little. Uh, a little. <laughs> but, and just, just, just enough to get back at her for not being respectful. Basically, uh, yeah. So now that's all over. Like, I'm glad. Alhamdulillah. Um, but yeah. That was about it. Yeah, I remember that day so well. That day we was painting mm -hmm. my sister's house. We was on like quote three and then you just stopped helping us. Yeah, I still remember that. But yeah, like you have to, that's the, that's the thing about my sister. She's very passionate and mm -hmm. very like driven. Like even though these red flags came up, she wanted to see it through to the end. But then she has learned from her past mm -hmm. and she's done what she was right for her. As well as, like, another thing is that when you have a good friend beside you telling you, like, okay, this is not okay, you just need to, like, you know, I just want to give a big shout out to Dubai, uh, one of my besties, I love her so much, like, like, thank you, like, thank you so much for taking me and giving me that knowledge to be like, Tansila, take yourself out of there, like, it, it's just not healthy, you're not really happy in it, so just take yourself out of there, like, thank you for that. So, you need to have good friends around you. Yes. Or else you're going to fall down real hard and no one's going to be there to pick you back up. Yes. And we, this is the second podcast and it's really long. It's like 20 minutes, over 20 minutes long. And I've literally come to the end of all my questions. So I just want to ask her, is there anything else you want to add to this? Um, it can be anything. I mean, okay, you know what? I'm going to be so honest. I was so nervous coming to do this, like, a little bit. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to mess up. But I feel like I got through this, so it was yeah. nice. How was how was your experience just for, like, future interviewers and interviewees? Um, I mean, just be yourself. Like, speak whatever is in your mind. Just be yourself. Like, um, I'm glad because, obviously, it's my brother, so it's easy for me to do that. Um. But yeah, just just try and be like your comfortable self because you don't want to be a fake person. Like you don't want to be something else that other people, you know, 
expects you to be just be yourself like literally just be yourself another thing i want to hit reply on something what he mentioned on his previous um (laughs) (laughs) previous um uh, podcast which was how he gets angry when people hoover the house take a moment please (laughs) it was was her (laughs) because it was her (laughs) she's the one that did it and there's a reason to that uh which actually i'm gonna keep that personal uh but he knows what it was but yeah (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so now that we've gone this far into the interview, I just want to thank everyone for all the support I've been getting and the views have been flying. Um, And I want to get, and towards the end of my podcasts, I want to do some Q&As. So you can um, email, um, you can, I was going to say email. (laughs) What's next? Facebook. (laughs) You can um, message me on my Snapchat and my Instagram instagram is it's your boy shabzy i-t-z-b-o-y-s-h-a-b-z-y and snapchat is m-u-h-a-m-m-a-d-2-0-0-1 and they'll both be linked down below and you want to shout yourself out and your creative channel your insta uh, yeah sure so my instagram is Thansila ak uh which stands for abdul kabir if you don't know come on uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> the ak family yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah please do come and support um do you wanna my start, uh, do you wanna, like yeah make it clear for them or should i just link it down below just link it down below yeah so i'm gonna link that down below um so let's get straight into the questions uh the first question was to do with society Mm -hmm. and it says how can someone make change in society big or small Um, for me one big thing that you could do is volunteer if you have the time and you're not really doing anything volunteer help someone out maybe you get like a good relationship from that like maybe you meet someone you know you just you just never know what the endless opportunities out there so and you know what a sad thing was i was actually meant to do volunteering at charing cross hospital but due to this event, um, I couldn't, which is really sad because I was really looking forward to doing that. Um, yeah. And like, honestly, I don't know how to feel about that. I know it's very, it was a very good opportunity, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have encouraged you to go, especially during this pandemic. Because you, like, you are my sister. I don't want you to, um, obviously you might want to save other people, but obviously I want you to be safe as well. You get me? But this, no, 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 let me make everything clear. This was actually before um, this whole situation took place. So I was offered this opportunity to do the in, um, volunteering. So another question is, if you could change one thing that happened, what would it be? We, we already kind of answered that question. Yeah. If you could live anywhere, where would it be? I think that's a nice question. Yes, I agree. Um, oh, my God. One place I would love... I mean, I don't know if I want to live any other place than London because, like, brought up here, so used to this place, comfortable here, kind of. Um, family's here, so, like, I don't know if I would love to, like, move to a specific country forever like that, but I definitely want to visit Bali. Bali? Bali? Bali, Bali. that's it. It's sick, bro. Sick like, place, it? sick, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. If you haven't seen the place, check it out, like... Such a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, yeah, that's one place. What about you then? Uh, me, I would love to live near a beach. Mm-hmm. Like, not a massive house, mm-hmm. but just like enough space for me. Mm-hmm. 
just like when I need to like clear my mind. Yeah. Obviously, like I'm like if you know me personally, my dreams are like I, if I told you what I really wanted in life, you're gonna laugh at me because that's how like unrealistic it is. But like I do believe in speaking things into reality and achieving them goals. And another question is, do you get along as children or as siblings? I don't know why they said children. Absolutely. Obviously, like, um, we. I have a little Some. sister. Uh, don't try it. <laughs> don't, don't try it. Okay, so, um, yeah, definitely, of course. Like, I, if, for example, if I was actually going to get married in the future and, you know, live with someone, I want that person to be, like, comfortable with kids and able to, like, you know, who's, like, funny and stuff like that. So, definitely, kids... I have a younger sister. She means the world to me. So definitely, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I guess we do. There's ups and downs, like I said in definitely. the previous podcast. Um, we do have our good days. Like, she's the only person in my household I can really talk to about things. My parents are kind of like old generation. They don't really understand things properly. Um, and she gives good advice, surprisingly. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he never mentions that before, guys. Just wanted to let you know. And, like, what is your best childhood memory? Mm, oh, actually. Okay. I have one, um, which is of my grandma. Um, it's a very, like, sentimental kind of thing to me. Uh, for m- many other people, wouldn't be because we lost her. So, yeah, it's kind of really, like, it's something that I will always, always treasure. Uh, so, basically, when I was young, my, uh, my grandma... She came to visit, um, okay, so basically, I don't think most of you guys know, we're from Kerala, which is south of India, and a lot of people think, well, from India, we speak Hindi. No, we don't. We speak speak some, we speak a language called Malayalam, if you guys don't know. Uh, It's a very beautiful language, a beautiful country, very different. You know what, I think it's, um, I think it's one of the hardest languages to speak. Like, you need to be like, Mm -hmm. you need to speak it as a child to like fully speak it properly no definitely another thing is and not <laughs> like people just don't know about these countries i feel like you like you know look around and see what other countries are like because you know there's so many aspects of like you know countries that you don't know and for me as well i'm not trying to say i know everything but like you know teach yourself about other people's cultures and stuff like that so you can be respectful and yeah some people some people are so so small-minded they they literally like they have the potential to do whatever, know whatever, but they are like boxed in to like some certain thoughts. Absolutely. There's a lot of those kind of people. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Um, but yeah, okay, back into like the memory kind of thing. One childhood memory would be of my grandma um, when she came to visit us in our like house uh, in India, in Kerala. Um, and she was like, she came to visit and like, I had all my cousins and stuff there and we were like we were really young okay and being young I was very greedy and with my food and stuff like that oh yeah one yeah. hunter one hunter I'm telling you this girl even my mum used to say she drank all of the breast milk okay that's a little personal right <laughs> but, it was, but it was my breast milk okay so back into my memory um so the funny thing was no actually it's not even funny let me get back into my actual mm-hmm. Okay, zone, uh, serious zone. That's it. Uh, but yeah, she came to visit us, and all my cousins were there from my dad's side. Um, and I remember my grandma. She had like she bought me sweet, and she was like, and I took it from her. And I remember like I was not gonna share it with anyone. My my, my mind like was set with not like sharing anything. Okay, and my grandma was like, no, make sure you share with that like with your cousins and everything. Like you know, she like uh, growing up, we had a lot of um, 
I guess like a lot of family problems but despite that she was very like sweet she was like yeah make sure you share with everyone be kind you know be respectful like you know so that always stuck to me um I'm grateful that I had her in my life yeah that's one thing my most memorable childhood memory was when I was I think like three or maybe possibly two actually probably not two but probably three or four and if you guys don't know we we was I was born in India so was my sister but my younger sister she was born here so we came here in like when I was I think five years old Mm -hmm. and my childhood memory was from um, India and it was it was so funny because I love animals Mm -hmm. I do I've even milked a cow (laughs) 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 and what is it um yeah that so was actually because of grandma. yeah my grandma i love her so much but she passed away and my my mom's dad my mm-hmm. granddad i never got to see him mm-hmm. he was he was gone before fortunately um well this is my fa- most memorable moment um basically i was getting chased by a chicken you know not the normal chickens the one that like says cockroco yeah like the what was it co- is it that red one like the big yeah, one yeah yeah with the yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> that one, it was it was fast. It was really fast. It was chasing me. I was running. And at this time, I was in my grandma's house. And she lives on like a hill. And like the hill. And like you can fall off it. You can't like... I don't know how to yeah, explain. we don't know how to explain. Yeah, to like, like yeah. it was like kind of like there was edges to it. And you could fall off. But obviously there were stairs on the side. But like I was a kid. So I was getting chased. And my grandma, she was throwing rocks at the chicken. Getting it to stop. Oh well, I tell you, I was ten toes. I was running so fast. My grandma like threw rocks at it and made it stop. And yeah, that was my best memory. <laughs> Wait, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you wanna add anything? Yeah. Um. Another thing would be like when I was young. Um. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna keep this personal. Like, I don't wanna speak about it. All right. Talk about like, a car accident thing. Oh yeah, I... no, that's fine. Don't yeah. have to talk about it. Um. And this is gonna be our final question. Then we're gonna wrap this up. What would be your dream job? Dun, dun, dun. A fashion designer. <laughs> I mean, I want to be a fashion designer, an influencer. So, you know, I have like something in mind, like, you know, starting a YouTube channel, inshallah, in the near future. Yeah, um, yeah that's one a big thing that I want to do. What about you then? Um, I would love to be an influencer. But like, with me, my mind might change. That's the thing. Okay, let me tell you something. <laughs> this boy, okay, his mind changes every two seconds. Like, forget, like, okay, uh, okay like, I'm not even exaggerating, okay? Um, but, like, no, growing up, I literally thought you were going to be an engineer because, like, he's proper hands-on. Like, he knows how to, like, fix everything. Like, he was literally the fixer of the house. Okay, this is another moment, okay? <laughs> Comment down below if you're a boy, you're a girl, you're a moose, you're a cow, I don't care. But if you were, like, if you were to fix something in your house, you was automatically seen as an engineer. I'm talking about like when the computer doesn't work, you plug in a wire and you turn on the switch and it and you fixed it basically and they think you're gonna prosper to become an engineer. <laughs> Comment that down below. No, but uh, no, on a serious note, we actually thought you were gonna be like no, at least I thought you were gonna be something like of that line. Like I don't know. It doesn't have to be in like specific engineer, it could be like, I don't know, a train engineer, like airplane engineer, I don't know, no, something like that, bro. <laughs> And just thing. just to let you guys know, my university course is not engineering. It's mm. completely different. And I have not said it because I know I want to keep that shit private. Mm. Um, and fair. thank you very much for tuning in. And I hope you guys have enjoyed it, learned something. 
And I just want to thank my older sister, amazing lady, amazing person. And yeah, peace out. <laughs> peace out. <laughs>